Hello, and welcome to Not A Pyramids Game. Once upon a time known as Not A Colonics Podcast. Before... I, wish, I wish we wouldn't talk about this. This is a dark, dark time <laughs> in our history. It was when we were in a B&B <laughs> in Vancouver, testing out recording a podcast. And I think we were just lying in bed recording onto yeah. a phone, just kind of impromptuing it. And we were testing out names, and that was like... One of the strongest names, which is why it's close uh, to the final name. It was so, yeah, it, it genuinely was the kind of the, <laughs> the alpha version. Anyway, um, you don't need to know any more context behind that. <laughs> so let's dive into our episode, which is now up to the letter T. Woo! T for trombone. And T for T. Yes, T for T. And for T as in T-shirt. T as in the drink or T as in the thing you hit a golf ball off. I meant, I meant the drink. And then I thought of the golf thing, and then I thought of the t-shirt. <laughs> and, and this episode, just like the last two, is special. Because uh, this episode, rather than being recorded from Glasgow, is being you recorded... London? No, oh, I thought you meant Glasgow. I thought you meant both of those are special in the same way, in that they're not recorded from our home. I see, I see. Well, at any rate, this episode, regardless of whether it's recorded from not Glasgow or not London, <laughs> is recorded from way... No, not Wales. Almost Wales. Ellesmere. Yes, Ellesmere in the north. Um, <laughs> the, so, so, yes, we are, and not just anywhere in Ellesmere, too. We're on a boat. I want to point out the reason why I laughed at the north is not because I have a disdain for the north, like some people in England apparently Important have. Important that you get that out. But because... Check your prejudices, Sonny. I don't have any about the north. I think they have nicer <laughs> accents. Um, when you drive uh, on, like, a British highway... There'll be a road sign pointing to the north, and it says the, and then in all capitals, north. Yeah. It's like the north. They, they do this for every direction. There's the southwest. And it's just like, yeah, I guess I guess it's small enough that you can basically just divide it into quadrants. Yeah. Anyway, um, so so yes, we are, we are up on a narrow boat, which are those narrow boats that you see going down mm -hmm. the canals. Yep. Um, if you live somewhere with canals, I realize many of our listeners live in Australia who do not see canals. But uh, yeah, it's basically, you can think of it like a long, skinny camper van, uh, but for the water. Yeah, like a Viking longboat, but like, <laughs> but like it became domesticated. <laughs> yeah, it's a domesticated longboat. So we have a little, <laughs> we have a little kitchen uh, and we have a little kind of living room thing. I mean... Very little. Like, it's basically just a bench and a table, which we're sitting at right now. And yep. then behind that, we have a bedroom. Um, and the, Sonny is touching both the width, of the side the walls. The width of this is... The width of this boat is narrower than my arm span. Wingspan. You're a bird. Nice. And, and uh, I am not very... I am 168 centimeters. And then all the way at the back, we have a little outside bit with a rudder. And so, yeah, when, when we uh, get bored of a place, we turn that on. Rudder. And we... Do you mean tiller? Well, the rudder's on the bottom of the tiller. Oh, my bad. Never mind. I think. I don't know. I, I mean, don't, don't quote me on boat things. But um, <laughs> at any rate, when we, when we get bored, we, we turn the engine on and, and chuff down the canals. Yeah. And then when we get even more bored, we take a dip in the <laughs> lovely blue water. That's a joke. The water is khaki, as I described it yesterday. It's but green. It's very nice. Just say green. No, it's funnier when you say khaki. <laughs> um... Yeah, it's very nice. English and Welsh countryside is lovely, and it's currently just the beginning of autumn, so it's sometimes a bit chilly, but still a lot of sunshine. Yeah, this morning we woke up in England and then went along the canal into Wales and then continued along the canal and re-entered England. Both the canal and the border are a bit bendy. 
Yeah, they're, they're very bendy. In fact, there was quite a while where we were going along the border such that the left side of the canal was in England and the right side was in Wales. Yeah. So it's cool. kind of, I don't know, it's kind of cool. I the idea that cool. if you if you hop off the boat, then you're in Wales, but on the boat, you're in England. I remember as a kid, I think I found borders quite fascinating because, you know, living in Australia, it's like, well, there's a very defined border. It's the ocean. Yes. And so you can't really be like, oh, now we're somewhere else. Like local borders, you know, like. mm. That Between states and that, stuff. I I didn't I don't think no, me and my family, we never drove to another state. We did drive to the ACT, but that's not very interesting. But you can learn about, you know, like you can read about Jarvis Bay, for instance, which I think is the most interesting border in Australia. I did not know about that, and you'll need to remind me about Jarvis Bay. Jarvis Bay. So um the ACT is where the Australian capital is, in the Australian Capital Territory. Who would have guessed? Um but it turns out that um Having a territory that's entirely inland and, for that matter, entirely enclosed by another state doesn't give you all that much autonomy because you need to rely entirely on that other state for getting your shit. And so Jarvis Bay is a new territory that was, I say new, it was new a long time ago, that was created essentially as the shipping hub for the ACT. So a little, tiny little extra bit was carved out of New South Wales. It's not connected to the ACT, it's just... It's like the Alaska of the ACT, but much, much, much tinier. Sure. Yeah, sure. Um, Except it too is entirely surrounded by New South Wales, except for the watery bit, which is the very important bit. Um, And so essentially there's just this little sliver of basically beach and port and very little else that is technically in the ACT. Um, So then the ACT can import stuff. And yeah, sure, they'll have to drive through New South Wales, but because it came off the boat in a capital territory, kind of, and is being consumed in a capital territory, then New South Wales basically just says, eh, it doesn't matter, we don't need to know about that. I have a question. Why does the ACT need a port? Like, it's not like Australia's like the states, where the states are very separate. Um, okay. Like, I'm so sure there's a reason. But... I, yeah, I mean, look, I don't have an amazing answer for you, but um, I'm sure someone does. Someone out there has a fantastic okay. answer. I'm going to do my best. Um, the one thing that, that, I mean, the states do genuinely make their own laws, and in particular, the one, one thing that they do make is laws governing imports. Right, so like New South Wales will have different import laws to the ACT. Yeah, and, and not just that, but also... Um, the, the taxes that one pays as one imports things are paid, I think, to the state, possibly. Or maybe there's some state tax and some federal level tax. I'm not sure. Um, but at any rate, it would be quite annoying, I imagine, if the, AC- if the ACT said, okay, um, this thing is now legal, you know, we want to legalize right. chickens. But then you're was like, yeah, but it's illegal to import them. So by doing that, it allows the ACT to have a bit more control over you know, their own borders, essentially, by by being able to import things internationally directly into the ACT without needing to... I mean, it does pass through another state, but it doesn't pass through another state at the point that it's taken off the boat, which is a very legally important point. Speaking of the states acting differently, um, remember that time when same-sex marriage was legalized in the ACT for like 12 <laughs> hours before the rest of the government was like, no. Yeah, they, they made a mistake, essentially. Wait, and... they made... Didn't they? No, I thought it was just they were just being mavericks and then and then consequences. How who was? Oh, I think the ACT like wanted to do it. But isn't the ACT governed by the federal government? 
I don't really know. I don't know any more detail about this, but it was a weird thing that happened for like a matter of, I don't know, at the most days, same-sex marriage in Australia in like the early 2010s was briefly legalized. Maybe we should research this and talk about it in, in episode U for upheaval of laws. <laughs> really trying to I was <laughs> wedge it in awkwardly. We uh, haven't, we, I mean, we barely mentioned the letter T in this one. Ugh, remember when Australia <laughs> was still anti-gay marriage? <laughs> We we should we should talk about tea at some point in this All episode right. too. Um, um, do you have anything to say about tr- Trump trumpets? Uh, oh, so relieved that you weren't going to say. We Trump. spent so long talking about trigonometry well, earlier today. Listening about listening to trigonometry. Well, I was talking. You were listening. Okay. Well. Oh yeah, you were talking about. It. We were listening to a very nerdy podcast about measuring, like how to measure the distance. The cosmic stepladder. Let's not explain that. I'm going to explain it really quickly. <laughs> oh, the no. really short version it's just funnier is funnier if we it's leave really, it for them. It's really easy to calculate the diff, the the ratios of distances. I say really easy. It's hard, but we often work out ways of calculating ratios of distances between different things. Like, oh, this star is twice as far away as this star, but we can never work out the absolute value of them. They're really really hard to do. Um, so if you can do it with like, oh, this star is twice as far as this star. But then you can get a star which is close enough where we can use a different thing to measure how far away it is. So maybe we can use parallax. And so we take a measurement of the angle to the star, and then six months later we take a measurement of the angle. And of course the Earth has moved to the other side of the Sun. And so we can then use trigonometry there to work out the ratio of that star to the to the size of the Earth's orbit, the ratio of that star's distance. But then we need to know the Earth's orbit. And so you go back and basically you keep doing all of these calculations until eventually you have some calculation that can actually put this in real terms. And now you have all of your ratios and so you can actually work out the distance to that really, 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 really far away star, the cosmic stepladder. I hope you'll forgive me for zoning out during that because I used all my brain power listening to the first time we talked about this <laughs> and listening to that podcast. It was called A Podcast of Unnecessary Detail. If you like sciencey, nerdy stuff that is yep. sometimes Fantastic funny podcast. and is quite interesting, then yeah, give and, that a listen. And what a, a 10 out of 10 episode one in which one of them comes in with this theory and the other, and oh, one of the do, others basically uh, entirely wanna... says, oh, no, it's wrong. It. Spoiled it. Could have been fun. You said you didn't want a long explanation. To. Wait. You're just tired of long explanation. I'm Wait, not doing hang on. another. No, no, I'm not saying you should explain longer. I'm saying like now people will know that that's what the episode contains. Yeah, but there's they three sections. The they won't know which section it is. Mm. Okay. All right. Uh, Besides I which, a... I don't care if they listen to that podcast. I want right. them to listen to our podcast. I have a fun fact related to tea, as yeah. in the drink, mm-hmm. which is a double thing because it's the letter and the drink. It is. I'm going to need your help with this one. Okay. I think you told me this and I read it somewhere all else. Right. Basically all around the world in like basically every language tea is either the word for tea either is tea or some variant of that or chai or some variant of that for example in german and french and english it's tea or tea or something and in russian and russian is chai uh chinese is cha and essentially um there's two ways that countries generally got tea one of them was like via china and the other was via india i think mm-hmm. and one of them Countries that say it one particular way got it first from China, and India is the other one. I'm guessing the Chai one's China because you know Russia yes, has because it you and know the, the Chinese, Chinese word one for is tea. China. But I don't know for <laughs> sure. So if there's some weird reason why they're actually swapped, that'd be really funny. I don't but think I, they're actually swapped. 
Yeah. So so yes, if you yeah. if you say in your local language the word if the word for tea is roughly the word tea, then it means that your country has historical ties to India. If the word in your local or at least the people in terms who spoke your language, because Australia doesn't really, England has the historical ties to tea, and then Australia just copied their language. Yeah. But at any rate, your language has historical ties to India. If you say chai, then it means your language has historical ties to China. They got tea from China specifically. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that makes sense, because England would have got it from India. Exactly. And they, and they call it tea. Exactly right. Cool. Okay, uh, do we have other facts? Titanium. Tell us a t- fact about the metal titanium. It's strongish. Is it stronger than steel? Dunno. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I mean, you can't just say that. Tell me a fact about the Titanic. Um, it was termed the unsinkable and was it termed more unsinkable than steel (laughs) i mean yeah most boats are termed more unsinkable than steel right made of steel Uh, i'm thinking like a hunk of steel a solid hunk of steel yeah that's probably very sinkable yep anyway thank you for listening to our podcast this has been a very interesting discussion that briefly involved the letter t yeah we will report back with more boat episodes, probably. We're on the boat for one week, but yeah. we might record multiple episodes. So we'll probably do a shitload. Oh, yeah, maybe. Kind I of want to. We'll do a few. Definitely a few. Yeah. Maybe maybe a shitload. Somewhere between a few and a shitload of the upcoming episodes will be recorded on this boat. I apologize in advance if there are sounds of other boats in the background of this. Yeah. Hopefully, if, if anything, it just makes it a bit more whimsical or exciting. Or you know, it feels like you're on holiday. Noises from the appliances on this boat. Yeah, we've tried to get rid of any appliance noises, but we're not trying that hard, so, yeah. We'll try hard if we get a corporate sponsor. Yeah, if Brilliant sponsors us. Can you imagine if... (laughs) That is so out of character, (laughs) Brilliant to sponsor us. Yep. What would we we be most likely to be sponsored by? Who who is our most likely corporate sponsor? Well, we we are users of both HelloFresh and Harry's, so those are possibilities. Okay, maybe HelloFresh... (laughs) But we're not gen... What's a weird thing? Um, Most of our audience is in Australia, so it'd need to be something which exists in Australia, because otherwise they're just, you know, marketing to the wrong audience. Mm. Hmm. Who knows? Write in. Tweet Tell us. us. Who uh, would be our ever, corporate Have we sponsor? checked the Twitter in the last, like, ten weeks? No. I mean, no. maybe once in the ten weeks. You can tweet us, and we might check the Twitter. Yeah, I mean, or more reliably... I mean, at this point, we're small enough that any feedback about the podcast, and by feedback, I just mean like one person, you know yeah, who you are. Yeah, but tweets are like they ads for the podcast. Me, they just come to me privately tweets on Messenger. Tweets are better. They're like little ads. Yeah, but Everyone's like... Everyone's like, oh, who's this not a pyramids game? Naps underscore podcast. You can review us on iTunes. Please review us on iTunes. <laughs> give weird. us, Give us like, d- to borrow a line from BudPod, my favorite podcast... Do it like the Uber system, where five stars means we met the minimum <laughs> acceptable requirements. It was a podcast, and it wasn't shite. Nice. Yep. Thank you very much for listening to episode T, and as we say at the end of every podcast... Tellurium. Teeth. Teeth, teeth. Bye! Bye!